Hi, I'm Sabine, and welcome to my podcast, Sleep Easy, full of tips and knowledge from the ancient traditional cultures from around the world, and latest science to help you contemplate and apply the information which will help you to get the best possible sleep. I'm super pumped about sharing all the information I have gathered and available to me via my background as a long-time yoga and meditation teacher, master NLP practitioner, hypnotherapist, Bachelor of Science with Honours, and recently, as part of my PhD, a graduate certificate in sleep science. Enjoy the show and remember, these are just my opinions adding to your smorgasbord of information available as possible choices which suit your lifestyle and circumstances. Please always discuss your choices with your chosen healthcare provider. This podcast is about mythbusters around sleep. So how do you feel about some of the following statements? Be honest and find out your underlying paradigm to help you shift into perhaps an updated, more helpful one. These questions are adapted from Night School by Richard Wiseman and it might be fun for you to ponder them. Simply decide if you feel that the following statements are true or false. Sleep is for weak people and productive people spend less time in bed. How do you feel about this? Is this true or false? Or maybe? Next. Lazy people nap. How does that feel for you? Is this true or false? Maybe or sometimes? Or depends. Number three. I can learn and function well even on less sleep. True. Or false. Number four. While I sleep, my brain switches off. True or false. Snoring may be annoying or pesky, but it doesn't cause any problems. It's harmless. True or false. A bit of alcohol can help me with better sleep and has no side effects. How do you feel about that? True or false? I am aware when I'm getting sleepy. True or false? That was number seven. Number eight. Dreams are useless. True or false? Number nine, I can always catch up on sleep later. How often do you say that to yourself? How often do you assume it and rely on that? I can always catch up on sleep later. Well, whatever you decided, all of these are considered myths and are essentially not true. We're all learning and unlearning constantly And we have been programmed by society and our immediate community on many ideas and ideals, which we can question now. So here are some comments to connect with the above concepts. Number one, sleep is for weak people 
and productive people spend less time in bed. People who don't get sufficient sleep according to their needs are typically more accident-prone, less productive, have a hard time concentrating and over time have more illness, have increased risk of heart attacks, increased risk of obesity and diabetes, plus they tend to take longer to recover from colds and flus. Well, actually, restful and good sleep is to keep you strong and healthy. And spending the right time in bed makes you more effective, productive and enjoy life more. Number two, lazy people nap. Napping is actually an evolutionary gift and a skill set to utilize when the body or mind needs rest for optimal functioning or recovery. Being aware of when napping is beneficial is a healthy life skill for optimal thriving. Some people nap a lot because they are going through turmoil or physical recuperation. Some people may nap more due to depression, stress or other effects. But it is never due to laziness, as laziness is inherently a sign of just not wanting to do something. And this is labelled as lazy by others who think something should be done. Most people like to be motivated, enjoy life according to their own rules. And napping is actually a truly healthy habit. Overnapping can happen. And again, we need to find that balance. Sometimes people nap to run away from life. Also, this is relevant and has its place. How do you feel about napping now? Number three, I can learn and function well even on less sleep. Well, this depends on your definition of less sleep. There are times when we are refreshed and well rested for a long time. And that we can function temporarily on less sleep because we've slept well before. And if all else is healthy, like your mind and body, this becomes okay and exceptions are easy to manage. In general though, sleep is a biological need and an essential requirement. With less and less sleep, all performances will be reduced over time. The less we sleep, the more we feel confused, the more we are easily distracted and our memory consolidation is significantly impaired. So if you are trying to learn new things, this will be suboptimal as you reduce your hours of sleep. Consider this when you're next studying or trying to sort things out that are important where you have to think clearly. Number four, while I sleep my brain switches off. During sleep, you are more or less unconscious of the fact that your brain is performing many, many profound tasks, regulating your entire biology towards repair and integration. In fact, the entire body is repaired, and this is linked to the communication and secretions from your brain. While you sleep, countless processes are happening, like clockwork, so you can live a healthy, optimal life. So get that sleep. <laughs> 5. Snoring may be annoying and pesky, but it doesn't cause any harm. Well, gentle snoring is natural, and it happens to all of us. 
Sleep apnea is signified with many small awakenings during the night and correlated with increased risk of fatigue, mental alertness, heart disease, obesity and cancer incidence. There are many ways in which snoring can be reduced, limited or worked with to help you get better sleep. There's even amazing vocal cord exercises and of course not drinking a lot of alcohol and the sleeping position makes a big, big difference for you. How do you feel about that? Do you or your partner snore? Have you noticed that it is regular or just sometimes? What is your relationship with snoring? Number six, a bit of alcohol can help me fall asleep without negative side effects. Yes, alcohol may help you fall asleep initially, as you are naturally more relaxed and drowsier. However, it is not at all without side effects, for sleep literally affects your sleep quality. It becomes less restorative due to reduced REM, rapid eye movement or dreaming sleep states. Now, it also increases your chances of snoring. There are many reasons why using alcohol for sleep is not ideal. Consider finding other ways, perhaps herbal tea, meditation, a warm bath, and many, many other options. Number seven, I'm aware when I'm getting sleepy. It is a commonly known fact in the scientific community that we are very subjective about rating how well or how much we slept at night. So it is with being in tune with sleeping overall. Many people don't realize when they are sleepy because they are ignoring the waves of tiredness, overriding it with caffeine, entertainment or even exercise or fresh air most of the time. It is natural to feel sleepy every 90 minutes. And in today's society, even at school, uni, work, to ignore these times and push through them. This has conditioned most of us to not being sensitive and responsive to natural calls for sleeping, to the cues of tiredness and to navigating that degree of depth. This is why people tend to overestimate their capacity to drive, for example, when in fact they are drowsy and not rested enough or focused enough to be a safe driver. 8. Dreams are useless. Dreams are a way in which we process events and experiences and often these help us feel better and we have an opportunity to have new innovative ideas of dealing with problems. This is mostly fully unconscious but then most of our life is directed by our unconscious mind and hence it is vital to allow this nocturnal process to occur for daily healthy integration and functioning. Number nine, I can always catch up on sleep later. I wish. Unfortunately, sleep doesn't work like a normal bank account whereby as long as the hours are balanced, the body is balanced. The most restorative sleep tends to be at night when we align with the day and night cycles and are harmonizing with our circadian rhythms. 
These have been that way for millennia for humans. And it is important to honor those light cycles and internal patterns. Different brain chemistry and hence secretions align with the amount of light exposure and the type of light you are around. Catching up on sleep during the day is better than nothing, but it is not a quick fix or a recuperation on the deepest level. Evening sleep is a very different type of sleep than day sleep. And remember, even the one hour adjustment of daylight savings takes approximately one week in healthy adults to harmonize and to feel as refreshed as before daylight savings started. Children, especially younger children, are highly susceptible to feeling out of sync with irregular sleep and sleep deprivation and catching up can take days and weeks. A final note on a special group of humans called teenagers. When children head into adolescence, their hormones, circadian rhythms, undergo huge shifts and changes. Research shows that teens' circadian rhythms delay by three hours and they tend towards becoming late-night owls, at least for that period of time. During these days of huge changes, they also require a lot more sleep, i.e. 10 hours per night for optimal and healthy functioning. It is helpful and important that this is acknowledged, supported and appreciated. My little tip. Have fun taking a serious look at your preconceived ideas or assumptions around sleep. Have a chat about this with your family and friends to expand our collective awareness about the awesomeness of sleep and where we can improve on it. Here's your challenge. What could you change in your life to get better sleep after contemplating today's episode? What would be fun? What would you like to explore? Thank you for listening to this episode. See you next time and remember to like, share and comment and of course, get some good sleep.